This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking with Lynn Thomas-Gordon, the new CEO of the American Health Information Management Association. Thanks so much for joining us today, Lynn. Thank you. It's good to be with you. For starters, why don't you briefly describe AHIMA and its mission and its members for us, okay? I would be happy to. AHIMA members are really educated and certified to work with health information across the spectrum of healthcare providers and health plans, collecting, storing, analyzing, and reporting to improve the quality of healthcare, while also protecting the health information from unauthorized access. As such, health information professionals are at the forefront of the implementation of electronic health record systems and electronic exchange and are deeply concerned about health information integrity and confidentiality. We say that AHIMA leads the health informatics and information management community to advance professional practice and standards. Tell us a little bit about your background and why you decided to take on this leadership role. It's interesting. I feel that I have been groomed for this moment in time my entire career. I started out as an entry-level utilization review coordinator, moved into an assistant director role and then a director role, and went back and got my MBA and continued to move up in hospital administration. And I actually decided to take on this leadership role after I read the job specs and I said, wow, I think I could really make a difference. And the second thing is I feel that this is just such an exciting time to be in health information management with all the changes happening in our environment. So what do you see as the biggest healthcare information privacy and security challenges that AHIMA's members now face? And how can the association help its members tackle those issues? I think the biggest challenge continues to be the lack of uniformity and the myriad of privacy and security requirements. All of our entities are facing this from the states and the federal governments. It's confusing, contradictory, and it's expensive for entities and consumers to understand and work with such a situation. AHIMA is continuing to educate both our members and consumers via our myphr.com website on these issues and requirements. In 2012, AHIMA plans not only to address and educate on the high-tech HIPAA changes that would, should be forthcoming, but we also want to work with our state HIM associations and to work at the local level for uniformity. AHIMA will, of course, also continue its work with the Office of Civil Rights, the Office of the National Coordinator for HIT, and the various advisory committees on those privacy and security issues. So how is the long delay in the release of the final versions of the HIPAA modifications mandated by the HITECH Act, as well as the final HIPAA breach notification rule affecting your members? And what advice would you give members on how they should be preparing to comply with these final rules once they eventually come out? As noted, AHIMA continues to address the various regulations and issues. The impact of the delay is most severe when it comes to implementing all the technical and policy changes related to information exchange and the implementation of EHR systems and practices in an entity. We have continued to educate members on the need to be in full compliance with the HIPAA rules as they stand today, and we have pointed out to members and industry leaders alike the potential conflicts in the timing of implementation as well as the limited availability of vendor assistance if the revised rules create a significant requirement for system changes 
that overlap or conflict with the meaningful use requirements. We would hope that OCR, ONC, and CMS are working with each other to make the requirements and timetable for implementation work with all the current requirements facing healthcare entities. Do you anticipate that a majority of the organizations where your members work eventually will apply for HITECH Act instead of payments for using electronic health records? And what advice would you have for those organizations that are implementing their very first EHRs or expanding their use of electronic records about how to protect them? AHEMA members work across the industry and organizations of various sizes and needs. While our members are working with the systems in the very necessary process of ensuring that systems fit the particular workflow of their employer, the decision to apply for the meaningful use incentive payment goes beyond the management of health information, and we've not actually taken a poll of our members on that. We have kept our members up to date with all that is happening in the incentive program and certainly hope that qualified organizations will apply. In the meantime, we have also worked with a number of entities especially in the long-term post-acute and behavioral health care settings, to seek congressional support to also qualify for incentive payments. And we have also worked with our state associations, as well as our members, to support those assisting physicians and other small practices with implementation. Our RHIT and RHIA graduates actually have the training and education to greatly assist in implementation, and that education extends to standards and securities as well as ensuring systems fit the practices and workflow of an organization. So my advice to entities putting in their first system would be to fully engage their HIM professionals, and if they have none of those people on staff, to engage an HIM professional to assist them, either on a full-time or part-time basis. As you know, the implementation is much more than putting in a computer and involves not only the workforce, but also understanding the meaningful use requirements, quality reporting requirements for all health plans, not just meaningful use, and other requirements including Medicare, ICD-10 implementation, and so forth. Okay, shifting to another subject, uh, Donald Berwick has stepped down as head of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, replaced on an interim basis by Marilyn Tevener. What's your perception of the impact that change might have, if any, on healthcare privacy and security issues or the overall electronic health record incentive program under the High Tech Act. We are sorry to see um, Dr. Berwick go, but Ms. Tavenberg has been working with him, and we do not expect to see any significant shifts as a result of this change. As far as privacy and security go, it remains important that CMS be working closely with OCR and ONC, as I mentioned, to ensure that we have harmonized, uniform requirements and certification standards, as well as a timetable to allow for compliance with requirements that will protect the confidentiality of health information, while also promoting advancement in population health, quality, and patient safety. Finally, do you think any high-tech act funding for electronic health records and health information exchanges might be in jeopardy? as a result of efforts to cut the federal budget next year? And what would you say to those who advocate cut the, cutting the funding? Well, it's difficult to predict what Congress will do, and obviously we will continue to promote the advancement of uniform electronic health records with Congress on the basis that a uniform interoperable system in the U.S. will improve health and efficiencies and therefore lower the cost of health care for everyone. Healthcare entities are making decisions on the basis of the ARA high-tech program, and to reverse funding at this point could damage the healthcare system further. 
Healthcare exchange is a different issue that needs to be resolved by the industry and government, both on the federal and state levels. Well, thanks very much. We've been talking today with Lynn Thomas-Gordon of AHIMA. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.HealthCareInfoSecurity.com.